When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscape, it's welcome to a brand new Geekscape, and if this is your first Geekscape, well, this one's a Geekscape special. It's not like the normal Geekscapes where I sit there and talk to a filmmaker or an artist or a musician or a storyteller about why they make uh, music or films or comic books or do what they do. That's a normal Geekscape. Uh, in there, we talk about pop culture stuff, of course, and like the latest news and all that. But uh, if you're looking for a traditional Geekscape, this is not it. This is where Ian and I sit down and talk all about Sony's brand new film, Venom. Uh, a movie that we sat through last night. <laughs> and, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Venom, I would like to say that there are some spoilers coming and there are tons of spoilers. But the truth is, if you haven't seen Venom... This is, should probably just sit in for you watching Venom because you probably shouldn't watch Venom. Uh, it is a movie made by a lot of very competent adults making stuff. Shockingly that is competent people made a movie that, wow. It's just not the sum of its parts at all. Um, so if you don't mind Venom being spoiled for you, and again, this is probably going to be more entertaining than the film. Uh, yeah. go literally listening. embrace the spoilers. Just listen to this, and you know you're going to be good. <laughs> We're going to tell you. We'll, we'll give you enough information so that you could competently discuss, you know, the movie without actually having to subject yourself to it. Um, that being said, I'll tell you right off the bat. I mean, for, can I just say yeah. why did our friend FJ tell us this was a good movie? Yeah. No, <laughs> FJ's been struggling with some things. Uh, I think there's a lot going on there that, you know... Yes, yes. Uh, anger issues. Uh, where'd my water go? Because you know I'm going to start... Oh, there it's behind me. Okay, so, um, I loved going to see this movie last night. It was fun. I loved time. going to see this movie la last night. Uh, not a lot of it had to do with the movie. Yeah, we had fun. Um, I found myself uh, pretty stressed out already by Thursday. Ian had tickets for Thursday night. Uh, we're meeting up with our friend Justin, and I said, you know what? This is probably the exact thing that I need to be doing right now. Is going to see a movie that the critics have already thrashed it. Anybody I've seen had already thrashed it. Uh, I knew exactly what I think I was getting into. And you thought you did. It, well, here's the thing. This is a movie that is, yes, one of those movies that is so bad that you are laughing through it. Here's the warning, Geekscapists. Halfway through, the laughs run out, and you are just sitting in it. Um, yeah, John, I, I literally think Jonathan was you're just going to completely pass out. I was, yeah. I, you know what? There's, there's a so bad it's good thing about it. Mm -hmm. Our friend Jason Tross called this the room of superhero movies. Yeah, you can say that all you want, but I, I, I can sit through the ending of the room. I don't think I'm going to sit through this again. Like the the by the end oh, of this there's movie, there's no reason to see this, this again. This was just by the end of the movie. I just felt like I was being punished for something I didn't do, except by I, this ticket, which. This movie's going to make, what, $60 million this weekend? That, that's what they're, they're saying. It's going to be and, a sequel. I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes score is like, at like 27% or 28% rotten. Like, it, it's so in, in the floor. But you know, that's the all the Lady Gaga fans running the score down. Dude, Just anyone kidding. saying that is complete. That's such BS. I mean, there's so much wrong with this movie. You know, <laughs> I read a review that said that this movie seemed, you know, like a pre-MCU Marvel movie. Now, now let's break that down for a second. Yeah, let's talk you about know? the pre-MCU Marvel Before the MCU, you know, the more recent ones were like, you know, obviously Fox having the license for the most part. Everyone knows X-Men. 
they were the Fantastic Four movies. Now, the most recent Fantastic Four movie that's not pre-MCU, you know, right. as bad as it is, yeah. you know, but they were the, those original Fantastic Four movies with Yoan Griffith and you know, Michael Chiklis and yeah. Jessica Alba. Um, and I will say there were a lot, there were things about this that did feel a lot like that. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back further. You know, the Blade movies that were Marvel pre-MCU were, for the most part, good. You the know, first particularly two. the first two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the first Trinity two was not was. I didn't hate it, but it's not very good. What? I didn't hate it. Why? I I just didn't hate it, but you know, but but it's not good. It's not you know? good. No. But 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 my feeling is this is so bad that for me this goes back to Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. Yeah, it, but even that has some really bad charm to it, in that. Like they didn't have the resources, or you know, they right. they, they didn't have the resources to make that a well, real Punisher well, well, movie. Well, part, part of the or point the talent, is that, and this is all talent. Yeah, that's what's scary about this movie. There's so much talent involved in, in this movie, both behind the screen and on the screen, and yet it's just atrocious. Ian, though, let's be honest. Yeah, when Sony announced their own Spider Verse. We said right away, no, 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 no. Right. And we, we saw this Venom coming after that announcement. We did. And, and, and the fear has always been for me, like, I, I don't usually root for a movie to fail. But I go into this one wanting to see this fail because as much as I want to see, like, you know, these characters fully realized. I mean, look, I'll be honest. I don't want... To see a Silver Saber Black Cat movie, you but I'm going to go see the movie. You can't wait to see a Silk movie. Yeah, but, but you know, but, but but I would go because it's still for me. There's there's something about this wish fulfillment of you know I read these comics and you know they're they're in my mind's eye and then to see it up on the screen, I can't help. I I, ha- I can't look away. I have but to look. Ian, you don't have to convince me. We sat yeah. through a lecture together. We did exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Listen, the opening of Electra, it's right out of Bendis's run. How do you remember that? Because the opening was great. I don't remember a it's her, second but, of that movie. It, it's she's doing the assassin thing, and you know, and she's coming I, in the guy. And I remember that Typhoid Mary was one of the. That was horrible. That, yeah, that was horrible. No, no, it, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, but that's just it. There's a few things about Electra that were decent, but they just try to make it an X Men movie. I don't think any of the listeners are convinced that, of what you just said as okay. being honest. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, the, the, you know, the, the point is Stop that... Stop lying so this right movie, now. So this movie... All right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of this movie because, you know, because, you know, we can compare it and compare it and compare it, but we right. actually haven't said much substantive about this movie. Some, su- su- substantive. Well, and substantive is probably the wrong word to ever yeah. be used in relation to this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, there is that. Um, the movie opens up. So, so right away, let me say this. You know, one of the big problems Jonathan was just referencing is... So you have the Sony version of Marvel. They have the Spider-Man license. So they have all the characters tied to Spider-Man. But now it gets more complicated because they've then later made this deal with the whole Tom Holland Spider-Man of tying that up with Marvel and they're sharing it. So now you have Venom and it's not tied to Spider-Man. Yes. So which inherently going in, it's like, all right, we all, you know, there were rumors maybe Tom Holland would show up. All right, spoiler, he does not. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, He's we're, we're all going, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I've said this about all of their plans. You know, I've, I've said all along, fine, you know, you do a movie, you have a breakout character, you introduce it, you have a good idea for a movie, do a spinoff. To just milk the characters that are tied to Spider-Man without spinning it off of Spider-Man, for me, is absolutely silly. Yeah, and looking at the full Venom in this movie, when he finally becomes Venom... Not having that spider logo there is yeah, it's, feeling pretty, I mean, pun intended, it's alien. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's, that, a, it's literally, like, it, it, he doesn't look right. And even like no. the Venom logo is the giant black background with the white spider. That being said, Marvel's currently trying hard to distance Venom from the spider logo. Like in the yeah. comic, they're making Venom a, you know, a world well, of symbiotes and they, and they have like more of a spiral well, like they have all these different insignias. Yeah, Venom just uh, absorbed the spider one because he was the one on Peter. Right, right. But um, but right now it feels like Marvel in the comics is distancing themselves from Venom being part of the Spider um, universe. And I don't, I don't think it's going to take. I don't think that they're distancing it. That they, they know where he comes from. And you know, I mean, you know, they, they just did that Spider-Man annual mm-hmm. with a great nod to to you know the, we actually got. 
the symbiote's perspective of when the symbiote was, you know, like running around with him at night. Sure. You know, um, did you read that? Anyway? I did not. Oh, it's it's surprisingly worth reading. It and, was really good. And it's really funny because you shared that article talking about how annuals are still important, and I'm like, well, no, that that was are really, the importance of the story or the importance of no, the sentiment? More sentiment and just the idea that it was a really good, right. solid one-off story. Okay. Well, I personally, I see if House of Secrets still has it. I prefer the days when an annual actually like. Was the culmination of a big story that was going on? Of course, on. The, of course. Me, you know, Marvel did that for years, way back in the day. Yeah. I mean, you, you also you think about things like you know, New Teen Titans. You know, th- those first couple. The Atlantis were Attacks like that. Annual was the end of the Atlantis Attacks storyline. Yeah. The Avengers Atlantis Attacks Annual was that end of that storyline. You had to get the annual. Now the yeah, annual but, but, is well, just well, seemed well, like no, guest yeah, star At that stuff. point, they were doing the, the crossover and they did all the annuals. I know. Atlantis Attacks. That was that's the overkill. A little overkill. too much. A little too yeah. much. Yeah, it's the over. But anyway, so so Venom so does not movie, have the spider logo. So, so no spider logo, no Spider Man in any way. And you know, and background on the character was that you know in the Secret Wars, you know everyone's costumes get messed up, and everyone they go over and get to a machine, they get new costumes. And Spider Man's like, hey, wh- where was this? Oh, there was a machine over there. So he goes to the wrong machine and spits this thing out, and you know, and then that suddenly he has a costume that responds to his thoughts and. He comes back to Earth with it, and over time you realize it's taking over his body. It's alive. It's a symbiote. You know, he freaks out immediately and gets Reed Richards who runs some tests to blast it off of him and lock it up and, you know, and goes about his way. And now the symbiote is resentful and feels abandoned and betrayed. Breaks out, attacks him on his own. You know, he seemingly defeats it again, which is Web of Spider-Man number one. Mm-hmm. And then... Off screen, we see it ends up bonding with someone else that hates Spider-Man, Eddie Brock. Right. Okay, and becomes Venom as we know it. It's not Venom before that. It's just this symbiote costume. Right. Okay, the quote-unquote, the, the Spider-Man, the black costume. Um, you know, it's Amazing Spider-Man 252 is the first appearance of it. And in the recent Spider-Man cartoon, they actually, you know, have this thing where, you know, somewhat similar to this, you know, they, they, they do with the Secret Wars of it, but they're calling it V-252. So you know it, it's it's a that's nod. The name to, of it. Yeah, that's yeah. the name of the the cylinder it's in or something. It's, or the, it's the, the name specimen? the name of the specimen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So so anyway, um, so they don't have any of that. So they they go all right. How do they how are they going to do this? So the movie opens up with um, you know a I want to call it a shuttle, shuttle. Yeah. but 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 it's more than a shuttle because it's not like a shuttle that's just like been in the moon or whatever else. It seems you have this sense that. This spaceship is coming back to Earth, and it's just flying in like it's like literally. I'm sitting there going, like, what fucking year is this supposed to be? Because it seems like this is like you know Buck Rogers in the 25th century, you know <laughs> that you you ha- you have you know right. th- this is a shuttle coming back from like a pleasure colony or something. Yeah. How, well, you know? how long was that like scan of the stars to start this movie? Right. Yeah. Like it has this. And like it feels just endless pan of like, yes. and it's not like Alien where you're building tension, and then all of a sudden this thing like well, comes out of warp, and this is supposed to be modern day Earth, and there's this right. super shuttle from like the beyond the stars that comes right. in, it's coming back, and starts to burn up in the Earth's atmosphere, and it jettisons these. Well, well, well you have to report lands. that something's gone wrong inside, yeah. and something's gotten uh, out, and, and, mean, and they crash. Maybe you so would course, wanted to meet the crew, so you right. care. Right, and and now now we're you know. You, Listeners, I have to say, we're, we're probably going to be a little bit, um, I don't know if it's bitter, if it's... Uh, no, but like in the first Star Trek movie, you see Chris Helmsworth's father, you see Kirk's father, yeah, and you great. get a bit of it, and when, when he dies, you feel it. Yeah. Here, we don't see any of the no, people in the shuttle, care. we just see the fucking shuttle fall we apart. Shuttle. And of course, it has to fall into Asia. It falls into Asia, because, because you got to get that money. Right. you got to get that China dollar on your Hollywood movie. Right. And... Um, you, there, and literally, to be clear, there's no reason whatsoever for it to, to happen to hit in Asia, other than they get have an opportunity to use Asian actors. It's actually really inconvenient for it to land yeah, in Asia. Yeah, it, 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 because it, it takes it forever for this and, shit to get to the and US. And it sort of doesn't make sense, because you see, you know, the people back at the quote-unquote Life Foundation are able to view everything. Like, they have these super drones that can see everything anywhere. And they sent the stuff. Well, normally all they're yeah. doing is watching the movie screens. That's right. They're watching shots from the movie of That's this right. thing destroying. They're, they're, they're looking at dailies. And we get our first <laughs> Spider-Man reference, is right. that the only surviving spaceman is named Jameson. Right. So in the comics... J. Jonah Jameson's son, John Jameson, was an astronaut. And that's who, the Daily Bugle uh, head. Yeah. Know that. Who, who, in the comics, he actually does get infected with something and becomes 
of Man Wolf. Right. And for a second there, and he's so, an astronaut, and it all yeah. works. He's an astronaut in Spider Man Two too. Yeah. Like yeah. he's in Spider Man Two. Yeah. And he's like the the almost romantic rival for Mary Not Jane. Not almost. She's fully in oh, love. Yeah. She, okay. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's. Yeah, fully and, and, it, and it's Jonah's son. And yeah. Like so, here we have this Jameson. Oh, that's the astronaut Jameson, and he's the only surviving member. And right. Maybe there's a spinoff waiting for that, but but nope. This he's he's infected for a minute, and right away they introduce this idea. So he gets infected. You know, they they they, they retrieve the other quote unquote samples that are still in their you know? they're still in their pods. They're still, still in their, their pods. But yeah. this one leaves and goes off. You know, and then, you know, and apparently... It attaches to somebody. It turns them into a zombie. Right. See, so, yeah, exactly. They're basically zombies, and then you basically have a series of... It keeps going from body to body because it's burning out these bodies really quickly. While it's killing people. Yes. I mean, it doesn't just kill the person that it's a host. You see the person walk into, like, a crowded Chinese right. marketplace and, like, shoot darts into people. But, but here's the thing is, it doesn't ever form around them like we see with Venom and other no. symbiotes in the comics it's just in them it's just and in you, them and it has a little eye swirl and their veins are a little black and right and then but anytime it gets threatened and then and it's dying to eat you know yeah. at one point it goes it's in a market and it starts eating things live and something gets in its face and it has this absolute malice it just kills people right away which even that didn't work for me because I'm like why is it just killing people it right. didn't have to kill anybody yeah, I understand you know? it wants to eat right but Whatever. And, and by the way, and if it wants to eat live things, well, why would you kill your food? Meanwhile, we've got Eddie Brock, who's a down and out, like, TMZ investigative reporter guy who does YouTube well, videos or, or news videos of, right. like, investigative reporting. So we, we, we get introduced with, with the video, but then we have to, they have to give us a whole snapshot of his life because they're, they're forced feet down our throat that he's in this great, cute, happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Which is completely... I didn't buy it at all. No, she's a high-powered attorney who's by the book. And he's kind of like this weird-ass, that can't pick an accent, you know, <laughs> bum who sleeps in and then takes out a video camera and puts it in people's faces because he's an investigative reporter. And, of course, he gets a uh, gig. You know, he gets, he gets a, a gig from his boss saying, hey, you've got to go interview the head of the Life Foundation about the space shuttle. Who everyone like, knows is a bad guy. And who everybody knows is a bad guy and there's rumors that they're taking homeless people off the streets and like doing experiments on them right. and they're being sued by it which is the and lawsuit that his girlfriend fiance is involved in as a high power right, lawyer. Right, because she actually is, is, is an attorney for the Life Foundation. And everybody's protecting this guy right. but Eddie goes in there and runs his mouth and, and wait, gets wait, thrown Back out. up, back up. It's, it's absolutely clear that Eddie's the last person you want to go in there. Of course, everything he is and everything he does, there's no way He's yeah. going to do this puff, this, piece. this puff piece and and not get in this guy's face. But of course they send him. But here's the other thing that bugged me: this exposition where they reference how he left New York and there was some kind of scandal. So in the comics, there was a storyline in Peter Parker: The Spectacular Spider-Man with a, a character called the Sin Eater and who he was. And Eddie Brock was a, was a journalist for the Daily Globe, and you know he got it wrong, okay. and so it, it ruined his career. Sure. And that led to, you know, and he blamed Peter Parker because Peter Parker took photos and kind of discovered you know, the truth of it. And, of course, the symbiote knew, you know, who, that Peter was Spider-Man. So when the symbiote and Eddie meet, Eddie was sort of... Um, two people hating Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And they, so they had that in common. Uh, but so there's a moment where, you know, his fiance references right, yeah. that, oh, he was pushed out of New York. And he like... I'm literally sitting there thinking, okay, maybe they're going to at least reference the Sinanir thing. Give us a little of that. You know, find it. Let's find and out he's down and out. She says the Daily Globe. Yeah, yeah. And, and he finally goes, no, 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 I came here for you. They just, no, never mind. You know? Yeah. So it's not even that he's down and out. You know, that's, no, that doesn't matter at all. Nothing you know? matters. Nothing so matters. So it's, it's just like, it's like, yeah, every, every now and then you have these moments and then it just peters out. Yeah. You know, pardon the Peter pun. But... Well, I I turned to you several after several scenes of this and saying it feels like they're just cutting all these scenes short because meanwhile yeah. in the Life Foundation, you have this uh, scientist uh, who and she is like starting to really not be okay with this killing homeless people off the streets with right. experiments thing and yeah, she no. brings it up to Riz Ahmed, the head of the Life Foundation, who you know is a bad guy, and he's like, well, it would be terrible if something happened to your family. And now she's got to stick to this job, right? So j- just like that, okay. Then never mind. My yeah, never mind. Well, let's kill. Let's keep killing homeless people with these symbiotes that are coming off of a spaceship. And by the way, let's call out that for those of you, as we all were so bothered by the trailer that it was calling them symbiotes. 
they changed that. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they redubbed the line. Yeah, they redubbed so, so, it. So, so, so she's saying it the right way now. Symbiotes. And they, dude, we all went crazy when she said symbiotes. We were like, what? They listened to us. They didn't listen enough. Right. Because you have Eddie. He goes in and does this interview, this puff piece, and immediately right off the bat, he starts asking him about these people who've gone missing off the streets. And these, what about well, these well, accusations? Well, 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 you, well, you, you left out that she went to see him. Not yet. He does. He gets. Oh no! No, excuse me. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, he gets, no, 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 right, right. Yeah. No, no. He, he got the info from. So, so Eddie is such a stand-up guy. He's he's really our hero. That his fiance, whom he lives with, he's on her computer. And she gets an email, and he opens it up. He looks around to make sure she's not around, and it's completely confidential information about the Life Foundation. And he finds out like there are these lawsuits against them. So, in his interview the next day, conveniently enough. He fully starts asking questions about these people that have these lawsuits that are, you know, have been injured. These missing so of course, people, yeah. Instantly, the interview is cut short. He's thrown out. He, he goes back to work. He's fired because he's asked about his source. He he won't say his source because you know he's the, for whatever reason, instead of actually saying to his boss, "Well, look, unfortunately, I did look at my fiance's thing, but I do know it's real." He doesn't say that. Right. So now it looks like he has no source. He says it's just a hunch. He gets fired, and she was also fired. Yeah, you know. So he goes to see her. She's fired too, and throws on the, the spot, ring at him. she instantly throws the ring at him. And done. <laughs> you know. Cut to now. It's six months later. You know, it is six months later. Life Foundation has continued to run their tests on homeless people. One of which right. is Eddie's friend, right. who like helps him well, out. Well, on the one street. of the homeless people on the street that you know he yeah. you know be friends. They have a little kind of kitty. Eddie, Eddie is flat broke at this point. Now, mind you, Eddie knows everyone in the neighborhood. He's yeah. such a nice guy. He talks to the homeless people. Yeah. He walks into the, the neighborhood well, shop, yep. who of course gets you know her, her apparently. The regular, you know, guy coming in for to, to hit protection, protection money. money, you know, <laughs> who looks, who's as, who's as wide as he's tall, but still feels the need to pull a gun stick in her face just to get the protection money that she's clearly been giving him regularly. So there's literally no reason to threaten her with a gun. And Eddie hides. So now this is the sequence of the movie where they really try and play up that Eddie is a normal guy. He knows everybody in the neighborhood, right. but he doesn't want to get in a fight. He's down well, and out. Well, he can't get in a fight with a guy with his, a gun because his, what would he do? He's not his, special. When he goes home, his plant in the window is dying. He can't even keep a plant alive, much less a relationship. Right. His neighbor across the hallway plays his guitar too loud, and when Eddie goes to the door and bangs on it for him to get some sleep and for the guy to turn off his guitar, the guy tells him no, and Eddie doesn't do shit about it. Cause well, Eddie no, is I'm a glad coward. you say he doesn't do shit. He actually does something that was such an interesting <laughs> choice for me. He's kind of internally screams in the the hall and I swear he was actually taking a shit in the hall. <laughs> so you know he gets this look on his face like ah uh, I can't believe know? people are pushing and, and, me around. Yeah it's like it's like every every muscle's tensed up like it's like yeah. literally you know you think like his head's gonna explode here's or something's gonna come out the other end. Here's where we've got a problem Geekscapist is that this movie is now going into overtime trying to convince us that Tom Hardy is a pushover. It wouldn't just whip your ass Tom Hardy, who has been in multiple fighting movies, right. is a total badass. It looks like a UFC fighter, and he's backing down from everybody in like a 20-minute I mean, I mean, sequence I mean, of this movie. A, a super douchey neighbor who's not overly big, and for some reason no. they had to establish that he's walking in the first time that like some girl's leaving, so you he's know, and, and he calls ass. him a dick because oh, I guess because he's a womanizer or something. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. But you know? you, yeah, you have this sequence where they're really trying hard to convince us that Tom Hardy wouldn't just beat these motherfuckers up, right? Because he can't beat anybody up until he gets the symbiote on him, right? Which only happens because that scientist we were telling about you earlier, who had that moral problem, has seen one too many homeless people finally die, and knows Eddie from his investigative reporting. So six months before, you know, he, he tried to do the, the, the yeah. stupid story for a minute. So that's who she's going to go to. She can't go to the authorities. She can't go to the FBI, police, nothing. She goes to, she goes to this random, down-on-his-luck video reporter you know, six months later because he's the one that she has to go to to save the day. And I, she, she sneaks what, him in. I, I'm sorry. Do, do you with buy, her key card. Do you even buy that that much? Like, Is there any reason six months later that's who she's going to? I just wanted Venom to show up at this point. Fair enough. So yes, so then it's like, oh, how are we going to get in? Well, just keep your head down. So this this, this major corporation, you know, it's got billions of dollars, everything else. You find security. out later it's got fences around it. It's got security everything. guards. She drives up. She goes, hey. They go, hey. They let her right in. Okay. Who's the guy with the hoodie next to you? Oh, don't yeah, worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. D- don't worry about that. There's no scanning equipment. There's no, no cameras. Anything. Yeah. It walks right in. 
Then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to get into the secret area. Wait, wait over there. Let me just distract the security guard. Who wasn't even looking in their direction. She, no. she leaves Eddie in the secure area with all the symbiotes and the homeless people to walk over to the security guy to talk to him because he could give a shit. And suddenly Eddie's alone with these things. He recognizes the homeless woman that was his friend. Right, because, because they're all... So they've basically been putting the symbiotes on people... And they're burning through people. Yeah, they're killing them. Okay, but but no one knows why exactly. You know, maybe they say something vague about maybe it's a compatibility issue. But I'm really unclear, and not to jump ahead, but I'm unclear if was it about eating live things versus because they weren't feeding them live. I'm not sure. That much attention. Now, Riz Ahmed, the head of the Life Foundation, the bad guy, has this plan to have symbiotes. Merge with humans so that they can go, leave the doomed Earth behind because men it, have it, ruined it. Well, it's and not they want to go off real. Into the, so yeah, of course, you he know, wants to get on a ship and fly out into the stars. Yeah, and take take over. He he just wants to leave Earth. Well, I mean, listen, and and it's obviously the idea that or we have to prepare for what's out there and all that is a good idea. But so now, it's, oh, he has this vision. Let's combine with symbiotes, and they're going to enable us to survive. Because the whole thing is that well, symbiote can't survive here in oxygen-rich atmosphere without a host. Somehow they know that, and therefore the corollary is true that, all right, we'll be able to survive in their atmosphere. But here's the thing. So, and you know, I feel like we brushed over this a little bit too quickly. We were talking about the super science of, of the ship, but, <laughs> but so the ship found the symbiote. Sure. There was a comet going, and apparently there's millions of them on the comet. They were able to tell from their scans, but somehow I guess they magically were able to pull up next to this comet and extract four, some, four yeah. or five, whatever. And, you know, but there's more of them out there. And I had to go back and bring that up because that's going to be important. Because Eddie's now in this secure area. He sees his friend. She's desperate to get out of there. She's probably got the symbiote on her. She's freaking out like a zombie. Eddie grabs a fire extinguisher and smashes the thing, the, 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 the cage open, wherever she's being held, the cell. And she attacks him. She gets on him, and the symbiote goes from her to him. Right. We see it go into him. And then, then this, now the security's alerted right. because he smashed right. this thing open. And not only that, now suddenly she didn't have this. She seemingly He was able to break this glass with a fire extinguisher. Sure. She can't get out. But now he is a symbiote. He's suddenly super strong. He just hits doors. They go flying. He's flying through walls so, like so, toilet paper. So right, I'm not crazy here. He jumps up on the fence, the, gets the, the fence, and tears through the fence. This, this, was, this was a door that, a glass door she couldn't open with a symbiote in her that he can just break open with a fire extinguisher. You know what, pal? Don't worry about that. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. She has this super strength thing in her. But it's not giving her super strength. No. It's just killing her. No. It's just, the second it gets to him, it's like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> he's like tearing through shit like toilet paper. He gets home. Keep in mind, they still don't know how Eddie got in there, even though she was using her key card to get him in, the scientist. Uh, he gets home. Uh, they've chased him home. They've, they figure out it's Eddie. They chase him to his home. No, no, he, you have to have the, the, the X-Men Origins Wolverine sequence where he, come, <laughs> where he goes home with the symbiote. It's fucking him up. He's super hungry. He's burning up, and he just wants to eat everything. He starts eating everything. stuff out of the trash. All of a sudden, I turn to Ian, and I go, cue electric guitar from across the hallway, and here it is. The guy across the hall starts playing his obnoxious electric guitar, and Eddie goes and like bangs on the door, and the guy shows up and is like, hey, man, listen, fuck you. And then Eddie screams in his face. The venom pops out, and the guy cowers and decides to but, turn but his here, music off. But here's the thing. We have to back up a second, because the, no, moment, the moment that, that the symbiote's in Eddie, and this is one of my really, really big problems. You know, in the comics, the symbiote talks to him, okay? But then he becomes Venom, and obviously he has a voice as Venom. And, I mean, listen, it, it's definitely a choice should the voice of the symbiote in his head and, the, and his voice as Venom be the same or not. Debatable. However, the personality of Venom is Eddie and the symbiote together. It's more or less Eddie right. with, the, with the other talking to him. But no, in this... Venom is separate than Eddie. The, not yeah. only the symbiote talking to him and names itself Venom as if it's always been its name. Yeah. Hey, my name's Venom. Yeah, you know, it came from another comet, right. another planet. But and it says, my name is and, and I say that, and I'm getting ahead, but because there's another symbiote, you know, the one that's out there that comes has a name too. Already has a name. Yeah, you know, so like that's how incredibly stupid this is. <laughs> 
So obviously he's now learning that he's got this thing on him. It's driving him crazy. By the way, and has a face. It yeah. has that the, 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 the big venom face. The say, Spider-Man looking right, face. Right, right. The venom face was Spider-Man, and then it said, "Hey, got teeth." Yeah. So we got this um, sequence where Eddie is trying to figure out what's in him. This parasite that's in him. He goes to his ex-fiance, who's now dating a doctor. Right. Uh, there's a very funny scene in a restaurant where he starts eating lobsters out of the uh, well, lobster. Well, so let's back up a second. So, you so keep she, backing up, we're never going to get through I, this. I and know, this is but, painful. Well, I know, but we, here's my thing. <laughs> I told you, I, my feeling is you listen to this, you don't have to see the movie, we're just breaking down the whole thing. <laughs> but they don't you know? want to sit through the movie, man. I know, I know. But wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing, because I have to say, so now they, they go with this idea. So she has this fiance, now you think, oh, this is going to be, you know, competition for the whole relationship thing whatever do we care but here's the thing they make him the nicest guy in the world and he wants to help and, Eddie get this and parasite it's fully, out fully I mean it's literally lifted right out of the Incredible Hulk Doc Samson. Samson yeah it's, it's the same I thing. was like why not just cast the guy who played Doc Samson yeah because well, this is totally yeah. Doc Samson. It was, ex- it was literally like this guy ends up helping him and studying him, and, and it's puts like him in an MRI. His buddy, they're hugging. Well, he puts him know? in an MRI machine, and of course the the, the Sonics, the Sonics, right. it, Venom freaks the fuck out. Right. And so, but he, then, he can't do that. then the symbiote knows the exact frequencies at which it would kill him. It can actually tell you. Yeah, I don't know how or why he knows that because <sighs> it's just a space thing. Meanwhile, it already knows. It's taken. Several days for Riz Ahmed to figure out who broke into the lab, even wait, though wait, I do she want to used say her they, key cards yes. in her passwords yes. to get in there. Yes. And so they finally find the scientist. They finally figure it out. She says, It was Eddie Brock. I got Eddie Brock in here. They now are going to go to his apartment. Meanwhile, they throw her in a cell, open up the symbiote on her to kill her. Right. And now she's out of the movie. <laughs> so now she's out of the movie. The symbiote's in her. Okay. Fine, because he's still trying to figure out the key to you know someone that he can stay with. Meanwhile, a bunch so, of military people go to Eddie's apartment, and we right. have our first Venom scene where Venom trashes them. Right. In some pretty bad fight choreography. I mean, it's so bad. And then, and then the worst thing is, and the funny thing is, the leader of them, as he's taking them all out, the leader, he he, totally, you know, just just absolutely. Um, he throws a barbell in a dude's fucking yeah. head. I mean, he's he picking up the guy up by the neck, he's yeah. throwing the wall, but then, after the fight, this guy is fine. Not a scratch on him. He, he's in a car, chasing him down the street, yeah. Eddie's now on a motorcycle. Yeah. There's an okay sequence on a motorcycle where he's oh, being he, chased. He, he does take out the, the douche across the street, across the hall also. He does? I yeah. thought he just yelled in his face for playing the guitar. No, he did that the first time. He kills him? Did, didn't he take him out at that point? Uh, I, I think there were did. just a bunch of people in the military gear. There were just so many people there at that point. He's, just, he's catching bullets. Uh, he's at, dumping at, bullets. At this point, he's biting heads off. He's running around, and he's Venom. The shot that you saw in the trailer of his tongue coming out, like, that's now it's in the It's just sequence. instantly that. As opposed to in Spider-Man, it was literally supposed to be that it's... When, he, when initially, when Eddie Brock gets it, he's just a bigger Spider-Man. But then it's like... The hate and anger of it is what makes him, you know, more monstrous. Yeah. So now right? we have a bunch of action sequences. And shit starts to get frustrated. Like, this is where I start to check out. After that motorcycle sequence, I start being like, The I motorcycle don't. sequence, I have to say, was choreography-wise... Probably the highlight of the movie. Yeah. The, there were some moments in that that it was actually kind of cool. Because the symbiote's popping tendrils out and moving cars out of the way. And it's almost kind yeah. of fun. There's a funny you know? sequence where... in. A part of me watching the sequence was like, great, they're now going to embrace the camp of this right. and, and have fun with it. Which, you know, every now and then you're going to get a, a sincere laugh out of some of the stuff you see in this motorcycle sequence where Eddie goes shooting up a San Francisco hill. He flies off the motorcycle up in the air. He's 10 feet above the motorcycle and the tendrils shoot out, grab the motorcycle and bring it back to Eddie so he can land spectacularly while he's being chased by these SUVs with people shooting machine guns And yet somehow, after all that, they're still, they're right on top of them, which is yeah. boom. They're, 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 I think that they must have special technology where they can just teleport their trucks. And there are parts in the movie, Geekscapist, where Eddie and the Venom's banter like flirts with being the highlight of the movie. Like Some of it, it, it is it, it, okay. It's funny. That being said, there is not enough of it. And and we we needed to go all in on this being a fun movie. And it doesn't know whether or not it's a fun movie, a horror movie, Spawn 2. Like, we (laughs) we don't know what this movie is. It is having tone shifts left and right. Meanwhile, Riz Ahmed's character, the head of the Life Foundation, has had the Malaysian venom that escaped 
get all the way to the U.S. and it's found at this point, him. At this point, it's in a little girl. It comes up. Somehow, it found him. Found him. Knows exactly where to go. I don't yeah. know how or why. Because the life uh, when when the woman's killed in the beginning, the, yeah. the when they're getting the astronauts off of the shuttle, there's a badge that says. But life that Foundation. doesn't mean it doesn't that say shit. Th- that doesn't tell anyone or anything no. that this is the person to go to. Right. And instantly goes right into him. Okay. And now we don't see anything bad. You know, no bad effects or anything like that. But it turns out that you know he now has a symbiote. In him. He has a symbiote in him. He's prepping another launch to go back to the comet. He's forcing through all the protocols on that. In the meantime, you know, Eddie's gone to, you know, because he had a tape. He wants to reveal everything. You yes, know, so, he did videotape when he was in there. He right. videotaped everything. He so, wants to so blow he, the lid he's gone to the it. building there. The cops show up. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's really a, an attempt to be cool. It's like he warns them not to do this because they all have him in bright gear and all that. Don't do this. So that, so, since he warned them, okay, it's too late. And then he proceeds to pretty much kill all the cops. And... What's crazy is he kills the cops in a location where his ex-fiance steps in towards the end and sees him kill the rest of these people. Right. And then is like, we got to help you. Let's go. Right. Uh, I forget how Eddie and the symbiote get separated. No, well, that was actually interesting because, so they get to the hospital. Yes. And then that scene was actually pulled right out of how Reed Richards separated from Spider-Man. Oh, right, right, right. Spider-Man. right, right, right. Where she realizes, because he's getting a little bit aggressive when the, when the, the, the doctor is trying to help him and he, he picks her up. Yeah. So she turns on the MRI machine, the MRI, the MRI machine, machine yeah. and they stick him, they stick, so the symbiote's now in the room yeah. and he gets out, so he leaves. But of course the symbiote goes through a vent and initially it's a cutesy thing, yeah, with the dog, but a wasted opportunity because instead of actually seeing the symbiote and the dog and all that, which has been done in the comics. Sure. You know, and it would have be really been a little bit like Mask. It would have been a little bit like I want to see it, yeah. you know? But they don't even do it. You just know what's in there, and next thing you know, you don't see it, but it's implied that it transfers into her. And so she comes back, yeah. you know. Well, Eddie's going back to the Life Foundation to try and spoil their plans. The, they find him in the woods. He doesn't have the symbiote. They kick the shit out of him, and they're about to kill him. This is the guy who has fought Venom multiple times, the head of security who's fought Venom multiple times, right. doesn't have a scratch on him. Eddie headbutts him. Right, as his person, he headbutts him and draws blood. And draws blood. Uh, and he's about to shoot Eddie in the head, and he gets killed. And behind him is a female symbiote, and it's his like ex fiance. So then, then they have to have a nasty kiss, yeah. and it goes back to Eddie because I guess because Eddie's the perfect you know. And now host Eddie for has to race to the Life Foundation because there's going to be a shuttle launch. Where Riz Ahmed is going to take, use the Venom suit that he has, the symbiote suit that he has, to get on the shuttle. And go. So you, you, in, left, you, in, left out oh, that, you left out that Eddie now realized that after they caught him and he didn't have the symbiote, Eddie sees that Riz Ahmed has it, and now Venom tells him, "Well, that's Riot." Yeah. And his name's Riot. Yeah. And Venom says that, "Oh, that he Venom was a loser just like Eddie with his race yeah. and nothing." But now, but Riot's like the leader, but he's going to bring everyone back and, and kill everyone. And Venom wants yeah. that too, but now he's over it and he wants to save everyone. Why? What changed? You did. You changed me, Eddie. Yeah, so... Because that, Eddie's been this paragon of virtue, yeah. not. The whole no, movie. he's not. He's nothing. There's nothing about him that would make you think that he's, he's not heroic. He's none of those things. But by simply because Venom, who Venom wanted to kill and eat everybody, but now, no, it's Venom changed. wants to be a hero. Now Venom's a hero and he's going to stop Riot. And Riot's way more powerful and stronger and, and better than him. Riot wants to go to the again, comet. so contrary yeah. to the comics. And Riot wants to get on the shuttle, Geekscapist, go to the comet and bring all those symbiotes back to Earth to kill everyone on Earth and take over Earth. So Riz Ahmed is... Now, now my brain's still exploding here. I'm like, no. well, what are these symbiotes doing? They're just on a comet. They're chilling. How, how do they have any sense of anything, of life, of what there is to eat, of people? I, I, I don't get it. At this point in the movie, why are you even asking more I'm literally it? like, this just makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. Are you sure this is a movie you liked? No kidding. This is so beyond X-Men First Class. It's just, okay, oh so, my god. So here's the thing, Geekscapist, and everyone above a five-year-old sees this thing coming in the theater. Riz Ahmed's going to take his symbiote suit, and he's going to get on the shuttle, and he's going to go to the comet, and he's going to bring all these symbiotes back to kill everybody on Earth. Uh, Eddie and Venom just have to keep him from going to the shuttle. Or, stay with me on this one, they can just fucking destroy the shuttle. Right. They don't just go they and destroy the They don't have to fight shuttle. him. They don't have to go destroy some equipment or anything. They don't got to do anything. They actually have to go fight. 
they have to just so in the movie as you're yelling at Venom and Eddie to just go and destroy the shuttle there's a fight sequence right where they're trying to keep him off the shuttle which would be much easier to just fucking destroy the fight sequence again is not very well choreographed no, at all it's just, it's, it's, it just, it doesn't it's make mess. any sense by the way the, the police one I literally thought I was watching a video game the animation is not good it looked like when you're watching it looked like when there's a bug in your Tekken game, or your, you know, you know the 3D fighting mm-hmm. games like Tekken. It looks like when there's a bug and the camera angle fucks you. Like when you're fighting and it looks fine, and then all of a sudden the camera angle doesn't switch properly, and you would have never put a camera there. And you want to know what the hell happened, and you can't tell what the hell happened because the cut was in the wrong at the wrong time, and the camera was in the wrong place for the result of whatever the impact was. So. The, I mean, the fight choreography in the movie is not good. You throw in the CGI, and it's now really bad. Um, Eddie just has to stop this riot from getting on the shuttle yeah. and leaving, so which cor- he doesn't. No, they fight. Riot's beating him. Ultimately, they're both hurt. You know, then you know, Riot stabs Eddie and goes and takes off and gets in, human, yeah, human Eddie because yeah, because Venom's been torn off of him. But Venom makes its way back to him. They become Venom again. And they Eddie's go. They jump dead up. Dead at this point. Yeah, but but you know, but you know, once Venom's in him, he's instantly healed and goes and the, he manages to d- destroy, you know, the shuttle. And well, well Riz Ahmed's in the shuttle. Yeah, he's, he's in it. He's blasting off. So he's going to do. He's going to bring them all back to Earth. Right. And Eddie sees them through the window, and says some one liner. I can't remember because it wasn't very memorable. And then makes a dagger out of his arm and slides down the shuttle, right. exploding it. So, this, which is what everyone says he should have done ten minutes ago. Exactly. Like, 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 why not just do that to begin with? But so, of course, Riz Ahmed, Riot. So they're dead. They're exploded. And seemingly, since it's on fire, the symbiote dies also, and Eddie falls into the water, and he goes back, and it's a little bit later, and he, he's human now. He's human now, and he goes to see, you know. The ex and they're talking, and she admits that oh, it was really powerful and this and that. And, and he's they, like, yeah, what whatever. What about that kiss? And she goes, oh, that kiss? I don't. Yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Yeah. And then you know, it's all cutesy. And then Eddie says something a little weird, and you start wondering, oh, is he still hearing it? And she's wondering. And then of course, the audience finds out, yes, he is still hearing it, but he doesn't cop to it, and he walks off. And um, you know, and there's the, the typical the Stanley, you know, cameo, yeah. which is saying, oh, you know, earn her back, whatever, which is like whatever. You know, and of course they have to do, so now they get into the lethal protection thing, which again, what might have been interesting in this movie, you know, in the comics, a- after the Spider-Man Revenge stuff, it became this Venom lethal protector where he was, you know, a good guy. T- and taking care of the neighborhood, but right. in a lethal way, which, you know, the whole movie, you're kind of waiting for it, the whole point of knowing everyone. Well, now, of course, he has to go back to the store and the guy comes in and seemingly... For his protection money. Yeah. Protection and, money guy. And seemingly Venom's talking it down and saying, listen, if you come back again, da da not going to do this. Because, because, because Eddie and Venom are talking. It's like, oh, no more eating people. None of that, you know. If anything, maybe if they're really, really bad, but only if I say so. So Geekscape, probably he not. walks away from the lawyer, he says, listen, if you're going to stay on Earth with me, there are good people and bad people. You can only beat up the bad people or hurt the bad people. And he's like, well, could I eat them? He's like, well, maybe sometimes you can eat them. But, but, but probably but, not. But probably not. And then he goes in to get this, the, you know, get his yoo or whatever the heck he gets from this deli. And this woman gets a gun in her face from the same guy who wants protection money. And Eddie says, listen, like, if I see you again, I'm going to kill you. And the guy doesn't even get a chance. He turns into Venom and bites his head off anyway and then as he's walking out of the convenience store there's no body so you realize Venom just ate the whole guy thing. right but even that I don't know if that was a, it, I, I think don't know it's an happening. effort to be PG-13 I don't know what's and happening. by the way the symbiote it, when it eats something it eats a head whatever there's no sign of it in there's it. no blood like it, 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 there's it, nothing it's just instantly it's just gone yeah it just disappeared it's like, like, it's, it's like disintegrated or and something Eddie and Venom walk off into the night and is it sequel time, Ian? What do you think? This movie is making a lot of money this weekend. So, so of course, because it's what Marvel does, they have to do the after after credits thing. The mid credits so, scene. So first, they do the mid credits. The mid credits is well, these days lately you yeah. get two. Yeah. So the mid credits, you know, and, and for for people that know the comics well, we did do a service, Casey. Yeah. For people that know the comics well, there was eventually a spawn of, of Venom. You know, the symbiote had you know a a, a child. You know. And, um, and that becomes Carnage, who was a, a serial killer who, who Eddie was in prison with. So, of course, he's going out, you know, and he, it has to be him because his, his career is back. And he's going to interview, interview someone. someone and, of course, whenever, wait. So it's Cletus Cassidy who's Carnage. 
and you see this horrible, stupid red hair wig, and the big twist, oh my God, it's Woody Harrelson. And Woody's being all threatening this and that, and he just basically is like, oh, you know, one day I'm going to get out of here, and when I get out of here, it's going to be carnage. So that's their setup for says. a sequel. It's Woody Harrelson you know? playing basically Carrot Top. Yes. Basically playing Cletus Cassidy, and he says, when I get out of here, it's going to be carnage. And then Blink. cuts back to the credits. Wink to the audience. Yeah, cuts back to the credits. And then, so we wait to see if there's something afterwards. And again, in a lot of the Marvel movies, there'll be two teasers. And one of them, will, a lot of time, will be a little piece of what's the next movie. You know, in Ant-Man, we had so a piece of the Ant-Man scene from Civil War. You know, with Doctor Strange, we had a piece of the Doctor Strange scene from Thor Ragnarok. So this, they just suddenly go, meanwhile, in another universe, and they give us an extended, like, five minutes long of Into the Spider-Verse. Because that's the only thing Sony has that's Marvel-related. And it's coming out in December. It's coming out in December, and there's nothing about it that's anything to do with that. And it looks... Good geeks gave us. It does. It really does look good. Into the Spider Verse looks great. I'm totally into watching the the trailer at the beginning of the movie was great. I'm totally into watching Into the Spider Verse, but I don't want it randomly shoehorned at the end of Venom. For me, it actually ruined Into the Spider Verse for me because I was so excited for that at the beginning of the movie, then afterwards that to in any way associated with this movie upset me. It was tonally off. It was. It never. You don't. It's not like you see a Spider Verse animated version of Venom. It's just doesn't work it feels like they're trying to cleanse your palate of the 90 plus minutes you just spent watching venom and they're like hey you know what you may not feel too good after watching this movie we just made but we have another spider-man movie that's coming exactly in what it feels like like okay yes we know this sucked but look this is gonna be good and we just didn't want it anywhere near it we don't want the gross food anywhere near touching our good food uh. and we left the theater being like, hey, that is something that happened. Let's talk to the Geekscapists and tell them. And uh, I'm glad I saw it with Ian and Justin. Can I say that it's only worse, it's far worse than Spider-Man 3. Uh, there is nothing. Uh, this movie is, I, I mean, it's... I mean, it's, it, it's, it's shockingly I, bad. I'm a Ruben Fleischer fan because Zombieland. Zombieland is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic, but... It's shockingly bad. And, 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 and as you geekscapists who follow the news know, they set up Zombieland 2 last week. Mm-hmm. And they said, this thing's going ahead early 2019. And I can't help but think that this thing got greenlit like, because they knew that this was going to happen and Ruben's going to have something coming. Because post-Zombieland, Ruben Fleischer had what? He had the pizza delivery movie with uh, Jesse Eisenberg that didn't right. do very well. I, I didn't see either of He did the post-movies. L.A. Confidential-ish um, crime 1920s, right. 40s like, movie that didn't do very well. He's had a couple things, that have, uh, that, uh, in the, at least in film, that haven't done very well. And then he's got this. Meanwhile, you watch the Zombieland writers, and they went on to Deadpool and Deadpool 2, and you start to wonder if Zombieland was more about the script or, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. But this I'm movie pulling is for bad. Every time I pay for a ticket, I'm voting for a movie to be good. I wanted this movie to surprise me and at least entertain me. And halfway through the movie, I was out of gas. Yeah, you did. You 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 were you were really into us just having fun with it and making fun of it, and then all you were like, I don't know how I keep my eyes open. I, I was falling asleep. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, not. I good. really wish that they would have uh, just really. Um, like dug into the humor of it or dug into the lunacy of it dug into the uh, yeah I mean if, if you're going to do camp do camp but like the, this movie has so many tone shifts and is doing so many things you know and it's not really committing to anything and it doesn't it feels like a committee movie which is what we've worried about this whole Spider-Verse thing at Sony from the beginning is that they're going to do a Silver Sable Black Cat movie by committee they're going to do Silk by committee that they're going to make these movies by committee and uh, I was really starred for an, like a, a sense of authorship for a movie like this and we mm-hmm. got a sense of that with I mean Spider-Man Homecoming is great that's Sony people are going to talk MCU all you want but one of but Marvel produced it I know but Feige's Ian, involved we need we that is what I mean we need that level of authorship yeah. for these films like like, making these movies by committee isn't going to work. These movies, are, they have lots of personality. Well, no, these characters the have personality. Line, the bottom line is we this, need personality the, in the movie. The bottom line is, hey, ooh, look, we have rights. Let's piggyback as much as we can on the Marvel name. No. And bottom line is that for Sony, this was the, of all of it, this was the one that has enough of a um, Brand, like audience knowing, you know, like a cachet that 
that could open because it's opening. It's opening big, you know. Um, I mean, relatively big, right? Right. Um, I, I've always expected to be a giant drop off, but I mean, I honestly, I want people to listen to this and just don't go. Yeah, Geekscapist. Um, there is a movie coming. Uh, there is a video game out right now called Spider Man. It's on the PS4. It's the best Spider-Man story you're going to hear. And I mean, it's fantastic. Is it? How come you haven't mentioned it to me? <laughs> I bring it up to Ian all the time because Ian should be playing it when he gets time. But um, for all the comics Ian reads that I don't, I've been carving out that time and giving it to Spider-Man on PS4, which is a fantastic Spider-Man experience. And I'll go ahead and future plug. I was talking to Uri Lowenthal, the voice of Spider-Man and Peter Parker from the game, about coming on Geekscape sometime, hopefully in the next month. Mm-hmm. And so be looking for that. But... If you need your spider fix, this isn't it. No. If you need your Marvel fix, this isn't it. If you need to go with your funniest friends and go to a movie theater and just watch something go off the rails, this is it. Yeah. And we, I, we and had I fun. Had, I had a lot of fun watching this, but a lot of it had to do with who I went with and the situation. It didn't have anything to do with the movie. I, I sadly, can, I, sadly, I, I, sadly. I, I compare the tower experience on the spirit. I'll tell you what, Ian. When I was afterwards, what I was thinking was like. How many women or people of color would have loved to direct this movie or been given a shot to go for it in this movie? And it's just like, how many people are, I mean, I, I love Ruben Fleischer because he does like, I think he does the Goldbergs and this and that. Like, I, I love the idea of the guy, but like, how many at-bats are, they, are we going to give people? <sighs> Meanwhile, like, if, if this would have been a career ender, if it would have been a new director or a woman or a diversity director like this would have been a career ender yeah it's but we are giving that. people well by the way you say it's a career ender but it's only a career ender if it doesn't make money if it makes money True. it's not a career ender. i don't know though because you have um, Dra- jurassic world made money and now people are getting fired off those you know does that make sense yeah, yeah. like yeah. We, we we like they're starting to be i mean i just i don't know it, it, it's it's as much of a mess in industry wise as it is on screen we always expected to be bad i don't think we could have fathomed that it was this bad no that it would be this bad there will be carnage though there will be carnage Keith <laughs> gave us we did you a service we love you we continue to do you a service releasing podcasts regularly go check us out geekscape.net we're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. We love you guys. Sorry about this one. There will be plenty more genre. we got Daredevil Season 3 coming up in a, yeah. like two weeks. Yeah. We'll be right back right oh, yeah. here to talk about I'm it. I'm all over that uh, Love you guys. This is why we do it. Um, and um, maybe next one will be better, but they can't all be great. Uh, love you guys. Peace out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 